Hi friends, welcome to this session of the Catering Success Podcast. Hope you're getting great value from the insights we are trying to share about the industry. And besides that, today is when we're discussing about how do you price your buffet service. Buffet is the most conventional and most important forms of catering which exists in the market. It's not a per portion price, but it's the most frequently used manner in which you typically do catering. And if you understand about the buffet service, it is basically one price for the entire meal. One price for the entire meal. And that's why you can charge your clients on a per person or a per plate basis. That's the typical way of taking it forward. The count of plates should be taken before and after the function is done so that you can determine the number of guests served. For example, you were expecting around an MG of 200 people, but the plates consumed were 250 people. plates were consumed then that can be basically 250 people were served at the event that's the kind of benchmark what the industry uses to come to a number for the number of people who attended the session or the 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 catering services we know what you had catered for in the same process the count of plates plays a major important role and and like you need you need to know that buffets often have a guarantee of billing the set count in the same manner as a seated function and this is why it is important for you to know about how do you price a buffet because in a buffet the usual concept which is the underlining fact of a buffet is that it is generally about unlimited food a lot of people tell me that yes and I'm talking about the catering community, not about the customers. The customers will always want the best of everything. But as a caterer, you know, I mean, there is only a limit to which you can serve. And that's why, you know, if you remember when I was talking to you about planning your catering menus, planning the quantity for your catering menus, it really depends on the kind of people who are attending the kind of, uh, you know, I mean, religion, caste, multiple aspects because you know every community has their own style of certain star dishes what they personally like and the consumption can really vary basis that and if you keep this into perspective and keep this thought into perspective that that please and please keep this in mind that if a client has given you a, a, a minimum guarantee of 200 packs then that is unlimited food for 200 packs it can imp- increase to 10%, 20% in terms of reaching up to around 220 plates to 40 plates. However, you will be paid on actuals, but you have to ensure that there is nothing which falls short in that entire process. So that's why this becomes even more important for any caterer to do the pricing of a per head. So let's talk about how does it work in terms of pricing a buffet. So caterers often charge a per head for an event. You know, and the rates which are considerably, uh, you know, planned are based on the type of event and the food. For a basic lunch meal, a price between rupees 250 rupees to rupees 1100 rupees is an average range. Like I said, this can vary for your currency in whatever part of the country you are based in. But, so to speak, it can vary as per a basic benchmark of 250 rupees in India to around 1100 rupees broadly. 
Now dinners may be charged as low as 300 rupees and going up to as high as 4000 rupees which comes out to somewhere around 70-80 dollars in Indian currency. But like I said all depends on the kind of event you are doing. As a caterer you must know what are your overhead costs, what are your manpower costs and what is the cost you would be incurring. Because with that you will get the f- you'll get the actual numbers with respect to what is the break-even numbers you want to achieve. Now what is break-even? Break-even is the point of zero profit, zero loss. And you have to keep that in mind even when you're doing your pricing because that will determine from what point you start making a profit. So for example, you get a mandate at around 1000 rupees a plate but your food, your entire cost of execution is coming up to be around 500 rupees then 500 rupees onwards whatever you make is your profit but it's not as simple as it, as it seems because you're not paid on a per person basis you're paid on an overall event for catering those 200 people so that's the way it works so you have to charge more than this figure because logically the higher the number of people the higher the number of uh, of count of plates you know which you have and higher the number of revenues you can generate which in turn leads to greater profit and that is why for many large catered events you know there's a there's a minimum guarantee policy and that's how it works so please do take into consideration that whenever you're pricing a buffet you try to include every aspect of your cogs which is calculated separately what I've already shared with you then comes your manpower expenses in terms of what is it that you spend overall in terms of your contractual and permanent labor for that day if you pay them anything above their salary for that particular day include all the variable costs what can be incurred then your rockery rental cost then elements like your overhead expenses with respect to uh, any third party activities or third party counters you would have put all these aspects will will make you come to a number which will tell you what is the benchmark rate you are getting as your break-even amount and once you come on to the break-even point that is when you decide what is the level of profit you want to charge like I said in one of the first topics of pricing catering the beauty is that you decide your own profit and that's why that if you if your break-even cost turns out to be 500 rupees now it's up to you you want to make a 25% markup you want to make a 50% markup which is 750 rupees you want to make a 100% markup of 1000 rupees if you're catering a very boutique event with very high overhead costs but still your cost is 500 rupees but you want to perceive you remember the concept I told you about catering as it is and your pricing along with your catering is a great marketing tool and sometimes when people want to boast about your services you can also charge the same 500 rupee costing menu for 5000 rupees and 2000 rupees also depending on where you can convince the customer to find value in you this often happens with companies who build great brand reputation for themselves come to think of think of it guys people who've been older in the business they typically charge a premium and that is the whole concept which you also must keep in mind when you're doing your markups the younger you are the lesser markups you tend to get 
the older you get in the business the better margins you start commanding and that's how you typically come up with the per head charges of your catering assignment now saying that I want to also let you know about a couple of factors which you need to keep in mind when you're doing your costing while you've calculated all your cost heads you have come up with your break-even cost and then you decided your margin on top but like I said in the per head charges you need to cover the cost of room rental if it doesn't include like for a lot of times you know your party you, you can partner up with the venue and probably try and include the venue costs under your head itself and provide the client an overall package but in, at every given point in time try to add all these costs in your per head and then figure out your markup or the other strategy can be to to you know have a plug and play or a you know a basket approach where in which if people want the venue people want services people want the bar service people want the catering service people want a sushi bar try and add them on on over and above actuals but your typical pricing of per head or for for buffet pricing remains static so like i said further along with this you need to factor in your transportation cost in the pricing Spread it further into elements like your fuel, your parking, your tolls, parking tickets and so on and so forth. The actual amount spent should be included in the bill and in case of special uh, you know, corporate events, independent event companies, they are more than happy paying for it separately. But when you are doing a social event, a person is concerned with the final price. So for you, you need to keep that in mind that whenever you are billing for these things, you, try, you need to try and bill them in a social event case within the same per head costing so like I said I told you the most simplest formula that figure out your projected cost which you would be incurring in terms of food manpower overheads and then decide your own markup this is the most simplified way you can go about 30% is a good markup 50% is a good markup 100% is even a good is even a better markup 1000% is what you dream for and what is you what is it that you're trying to achieve with your brand and your service and so on and so forth so hope this session gave you great clarity about how do you actually leverage on the power of pricing your buffet menus and like I said these facts and trade secrets nobody would be sharing with you and I can assure you that if you follow them well you will have a much better standing and more more realistic expectations with your catering menu start stop comparing a third generation empire to a first generation effort and try to start with a 30% markup start scaling it up to 50% and then slowly and gradually keep increasing so hope this session gave you great clarity about how do you price your buffet menus. If you have any queries, please feel free to reach out to me over Instagram or LinkedIn. I am signing out. I'm Manveer Singhanan, an event hospitality expert, founder and CEO of Night Gourmet Services and the author of a best-selling book, Catering Your Way to Financial Independence. See you in the next episode. Cheers.